Hello friends, my name is Sarah May Ives and today we're going to chat about the key things you need to consider when starting a business as a mom. Welcome to the No Fluff Business Podcast with Sarah May Ives. So where did I start? 2011, I decided to start a raw food business. Little did I know, this was a highly unprofitable business. And over the years and along the way, I learned so many important lessons, and that is why I am so passionate about helping to empower women with the most important business principles that they need to understand so they can make good business decisions. So let's get down to business. Today we are chatting about how to start a business as a mom and the things that you need to consider to be the most successful that you can possibly be. So if you're anything like I am and I was, one of my primary driving factors for starting a business was when I became a mom. It's kind of interesting because I had tossed around the notion of be, of having my own business before I had kids, but and I wasn't exactly happy at my job either. I was pretty darn bored at my job many days. And I remember doing things like like writing and researching while I was you know, supposed to be working at my day job and trying to think about something else. So I wasn't exactly happy, but I was kind of just content. And when I had my son um, in 2009, I was suddenly jolted very wide awake because what before was kind of an inconvenience was now like a life-changing reality for me where if I worked that standard nine-to-five job, the amount of time that I was able to spend with my son was just so small. And I would actually, when I did the math, I spent more time with my coworkers than I did with my own son. And that kind of kept me up at night. I was like, I feel like that's not the type of mom I wanted to be. I really wanted to be that more hands-on mom, the one that could be around to bandage scraped knees and give hugs, read as many stories as I wanted. So the passion that I had for finding a profitable business um, was very strong. And I've spoken to many women since who have expressed the exact same thing. They express a frustration of having to spend more time um, with their coworkers than they do with their own kids, frustration with daycare, traffic, all that. That kind of stuff. So if you feel that way, then you are in the right place. You are watching the right video because we are going to talk about the strategies that you can enact to get successful from home as quickly as possible. So the priorities that you probably have are things like wanting to be at home more. When I was working that nine to five, I felt like I just didn't have enough time um, to be properly um, not in the loop, but just properly involved at home. I felt like I was missing a lot of opportunities. So you're probably here because you also want to work from home and just be around more. Um, and probably another priority for you is that if you've got to take a family member to the dentist or you have to take a kid to a doctor's appointment, you're able to set your own schedule. And that's another wonderful thing about being able to predictably make money from home is that you have that freedom with your schedule. And then and overall, one of my main priorities was to build a business where I could work while the kids were at school. So right now, my kids are at school between the hours of about 8.45 until 3 p.m. And in those hours, I am able to make very steady, very predictable um, income. 
So I'm going to tell you the strategies that I used to actually make that a reality in my life. So first and foremost, the first thing that you want to be sure of is that the business you're starting is worth it because you can start a lot of businesses that on the outside look like they're going to make a lot of money. But when you actually get in the day to day, you notice that these are really just work from home prisons. And I only know that because I've been there before. I started more businesses before I was in my current business. My current business is running advertising for other companies. Um, and that's a very predictable and paid very well. Um, so what you wanna make sure of is you're choosing the right business because you can work really hard at a business. You can sink all your time, effort, money, dedication into it. And if you have a ceiling on what you're able to make, you're going to get stuck in that work from home prison. So you might be thinking right now, well, how do I identify that? Number one, make sure that the service you're selling is not going to be paid by the hour. You do not want to get trapped into a business where the only thing that you can compete on is what the hourly wage of everyone else in the industry. So examples of these are virtual assistant, um, social media manager. Those people are not paid very well. The second ingredient is make sure the business skill that you have, the skill that you're selling also can provide what's called a return on investment for your potential clients. If your business idea has those two crucial ingredients um, where it's not paid by the hour and you can also demonstrate a return on investment, you will have a far higher likelihood of not only just success, but actually making enough money to live the dream lifestyle that you truly have, the one that we've been talking about, where you can predictably, reliably make money from home, be at home while the kids are at school. So the return on investment piece is really important, and I do have another video um, about that, but essentially what it means is providing a service where you can demonstrate to business owners that, you know, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Client, we spent $1,000 of your money and we made you $5,000. That's a return on investment. They put a thousand in, and they got five thousand back. When you're selling a service like that, it is far easier to get people to say yes to working with you and then also be invested in making that work long term. So that's the first tip. Make sure you're picking the right business. Now, the second tip is treat your business like a business before it's a business. So what do I mean by that? When I started my business, I treated it as seriously as a job. What that meant was that I did things like I told my family member, I'm starting a business and I need to work on my business during these hours. And side note, yes, some people laughed at me. Yes, some friends thought that I was crazy. Um, and all of these kind of mindset things that were messing me up, they, I didn't let them mess me up. They, they messed me up in past years, but in 2017, I was more determined than ever before. And I didn't care if people laughed at me or said that I wasn't going to succeed. So that's a side note, but I did enact help. So I asked people for help where I needed it. I asked my mother um, to watch my daughter and she happily did, bless her heart. Um, so what I did was I carved out time in my schedule where I would get childcare so that people could help me. Now in the first few months of my business where I was still working my job and starting my business, it was definitely the a period of time where it required the heaviest amount of hustle. Even though I was still only working on my business part-time, I still needed singular focus and a whole heck of a lot of hustle to keep it up because I was juggling many things. I was doing the job, the business, the kids, the suppers, everything that that entails. So what you really need to not be afraid of is asking for help and letting people know if you've got a partner, you can say, 
you know, honey, I'm go uh, this weekend I'm going to be working from Saturdays 12 to 5 on my business. Can you help me out? Um, and if that's not a possibility, if you're a single mom like I was in my life prior to this, um, you can enact help from, you know, paying a babysitter or a family member um, like your mother or father. So that's really what I'd recommend is treat your business like a business before it's a business. Be very judicious about how much time and where you're spending on your business and make sure that you're working on it every single day, big or small. Schedule it into your calendar. So get your phone app out. Make sure that you have the times blocked off in your calendar. So maybe it's from, you know, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. every day, or maybe it's in the evenings after the kids go to sleep, maybe from 8 until 11 p.m. Whatever that productive time can be for you, make it and take it very seriously. Because if you don't take it seriously, then you won't progress and you need to progress and you need to have your schedule built out to allow for it. I like to say schedule your business like it's a doctor's appointment because many of us do not miss doctor's appointments because we put those appointments into our phone, we put on the alarm bells, etc. Now when it comes to exercise, if you're anything like I am guilty of being, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go for a run tomorrow. And then tomorrow I forget about the run. Why? Because it's not in my schedule. So just remember the, the premise that if it's not in my schedule, it doesn't exist. So schedule your business into your schedule, enact the proper amount amount of childcare to help you out and also um, make sure that it just stays top of mind. Now, my third tip for starting a business successfully as a mom is going to be a little bit of a tough one because if you're like me and many mothers that I know, we tend to put ourselves last. And this is definitely a problem because when we're starting a business, we have to take note that we're going to be hustling for this time. We might even be a little bit more tired. We definitely need a little bit more TLC for ourselves. So I highly encourage you, and this doesn't have to be an overwhelming amount of time or anything like that, but I highly encourage you to take care of yourself. Make sure that you're getting out um, for as much, much exercise as you can. Um, make sure that you're eating nutritiously, um, hydrating yourself. And most importantly, one of the hardest parts I think about being a mom is that lack of time for ourselves, and even the fact that things never turn off, right? Like the job never stops. I, I like to say about motherhood, it's really the job that never stops. It's in the morning, lunch, noon, uh, afternoon, nighttime. Sometimes kids get up in the middle of the night with nightmares or sore teeth. So what can be really tough about being a mom is that you can just never turn it off. Now, the way that we can help restore ourselves and help to build resiliency, because we do need resiliency to be effective entrepreneurs and to effectively move forward with our businesses, is to allow our brains the privilege or um, allow our brains that quiet time. Now, for many people, this may look like meditation. This could also look like a quiet walk where you just are thinking by yourself, not listening to any music. This could also be some quiet journaling time. This could be something like yoga. Um, what you really want to do is allow your brain get into that mode where you're in more of a reflective mode and you're quieting yourself down and you're noticing your thoughts. Because 
here's the reality about being a human being and then also a mom, is we always have this script running through our head. We always have this script of self-doubt, this script of will I succeed, the script of reminding us of our failures of the past. So what I want you to do is have dedicated time every day, and it can be as simple as five or 10 minutes, 20 minutes would be better, but quiet time where you can just reflect and just kind of call your mind out on that tape and recognize that our brains, I don't want to get too metaphysical here, but our brains have two components. We have our thoughts. We know that our brain is always thinking. And then we have this other harder to identify portion of our brain, which is noticing everything that we're thinking, right? So if you notice your brain is your thoughts. And then your brain is also this awareness that you're actually thinking these thoughts. So when we can get into this meditative place where we're actually noticing this stream of consciousness, only then can we start to weed out the things that don't belong in our minds, the limiting beliefs, the self-doubt, the fear about will we succeed and what will happen if we don't. So I really encourage you to get that quiet time so that you can really build the mental resilience that's going to be needed um, to be successful as a mom entrepreneur. Now, my next tip is a little bit about guilt. So when you're starting a business as a mom, you can have what I have called and what I hear referred to as that mom guilt, right? We often think, am I worth it? Am I being selfish? Um, my kids are actually going to see me a little bit less over the next few months as I launch this business. Will they be permanently scarred? There's all kinds of thoughts that we deal with as a mom and with that mom guilt that comes along with thinking, well, if I do this, what will the implication be? I want to remind you of a few really important mindset shifts. When you are being your best self, when you are doing things that really get you excited and make you be the, the best version of yourself, you are going to be the best mom that you can possibly be. Um, I absolutely uh, have noticed that, you know, when I was in that place working the nine to five, not really enjoying, you know, my work, I was just always in a crummy mood and, and I didn't even mean to be, and I, I had good days, but overall, I'm able to show up right now with a much more um, presence. And I just feel that it really overall has positively impacted our lives. I'm around more um, and I'm more mentally present. And that's really what our kids want from us. The other thing to consider is what kind of role model are you being for your children? So, you know, when people say to me, well, maybe it's selfish to do this. Maybe it's selfish to go after the business of my dreams. Maybe I should just give the kids the time that they need right now. Uh, first of all, you're still, you're going to actually in the long run, be able to give your kids more time. But I want you to remember uh, something that is so important to me is being a role model to my children, showing them what is really possible. So 99% of the world is happy with the rat race. They are happy to go to the nine to five. They're happy to put in their hours, go home, do whatever they want and get that stable bi-weekly paycheck. Now, what is really important to me is I noticed that my son, um, I don't know if he's going to be like that actually, because his learning style is a little different. And I've said to him many times, um, Blue, I think that you actually might make a wonderful entrepreneur. So the more that I went along with my business journey, I realized that being a successful entrepreneur is important to me for so many reasons. But one of those reasons 
is showing to my children that there is a different way of living, that we don't necessarily have to force ourselves into the societal norms if we don't have to, because I always kind of felt like I was that square peg trying to force myself into the round hole. And I want my kids to be able to see that different way of living. So in terms of that mom guilt, I really want you to ask yourself the question, where does this stem from? And why is it that I am not okay with giving myself the time, attention, devotion that I need to really building a life that I'm excited about? Because that will also show my children um, what is really possible for their lives. So I highly encourage you to also think about those things and journal about it too. Ask yourself the question, where is this coming from? Why? And then continue to ask more why questions. Why am I uncomfortable with this? Well, it's because of this. Well, why does that happen? We'll continue with the more why questions until you get to the root cause of your discomfort. Um, I definitely think you know, growing up in the society that we are in, we do have this sort of puritanical idea of, of moms where we think that we're not allowed to give ourselves the self-care attention that we deserve. Um, but really step into your queen mindset and remind yourself of the divine person that you are and the love and attention that you deserve as a human being as well. So I hope that this is motivational and helpful for you to deal with any mom guilt that you might encounter in starting your business. So these have been my main top tips for being successful as a mom entrepreneur and getting those pieces in motion for your business. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments below. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you so much. And until next time.